just gotta start. We just gotta start. <laughs> Sheesh. So how are we gonna set it off? This is season two. Yo, season two. Episode one, I guess. Yo, yo. Wow. Crazy. Wow. A new year. Wow. Mm. Season two, episode one, 2021. Yo, stop it. Yo. <laughs> Y'all are done for. Damn, we just Wait, I, we just broke the stratosphere. I, I, I feel like it should be more epic. I feel like <laughs> we've been on hiatus for three months. True, you know, working on our working on our chakras. Yeah, we getting stronger. We hit the gym. Like you can't see us right now, but we will build <laughs> huge. Just Bobby whole camera Carter. filled up <laughs> with body, body, body. <laughs> Pure muscle, just crevices. How did you? Uh, how did you spend your three month break from the podcast? Mm, well, to the listeners out there, wait. <laughs> let's let's start. We gotta introduce ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know what they're listening to right now. It's true. It's true. Should we? Should we give them a little a little sample of who we are? Yo, well, come on, man. It's your, it's your boy. Hey. Young, young A-Lou. Hey. Young, young whippersnapper. Hey. Young cool cat. Ooh, yeah. Meow, meow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's your boy Alex Lewis. Hey. You know, uh, co-host, lesser half of the Alex and Koku podcast. Just happy to be here, you know? Uh, yes, I love it. I haven't heard that in a minute. Uh. Oh. Who? Who am I? Is that, is that what someone said? Uh. Yeah, yeah, you already know. Kenny Samoa, a.k.a. Young Chocolate, Ooh. a.k.a. The Hook Boy. If y'all, wow. can't, if y'all, y'all can't see it right now, wow. I got, I got wow. a new haircut. This, <laughs> this man is out here. I'm acting up. Let it be known. I'm out here. I I am the even lesser half at this point. (laughs) I think we're like 35% of the Alex and Koku podcast. Because the other 65% is our great co-host that we have on this um, podcast from time to time. But today, it's just us two. It's just us, you know? These are some of my favorite episodes because this is how it started. Just me and Alex talking about things we love, talking about music True. we love, talking about our favorite songs. So it's kind of like uh, nostalgic every time we do this. Yes, yes. It, it is a, these are always super fun, super mm-hmm. uh, free flowing, a little bit mm-hmm. reckless. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see where we go today. <laughs> yeah, you can go anywhere. It's chaotic. That, that's, that's the beauty in it. Um, but we can get back to the first question for these past two, three months. What have I been doing? Me, I've been doing schoolwork. I've been working and I moved out of my family home. Well, come on. I'm, I'm out here living the, uh, the mid adult, mid twenties life. This is a, this is, this is huge. It's wild. Groundbreaking. I'm I'm biking to work now. 
I'm I'm waving at people. Damn. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking matcha. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, it's wild out here. You're a, you're a different human being. I'm different. It's wild. I man, <laughs> I'm making friends. Damn, <laughs> that's beautiful. So it's been it's been cool. It's been chill. It's been you know it's been nice to have some time to like focus strictly on like work and school, but like something was missing. That tang, missing. That tang. That lemon juice. A little bit of spice. A little bit of that, yeah. And this was it. And we back to it, baby. We back. Yo, we are back, man. Well, that's dope. I'm glad you got situated in the new spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you liking it? It's been, it's, it's been yes. good to you. It's been dope. I got my plants here. I got my, I got my shoes here. I got my... Sheesh. I got... Um, what else I got here? I got... You been, you been cooking? Been preparing? I haven't been cooking yet. I haven't... I haven't been be able to like situate my kitchen situation yeah. yet. I still yeah. got a lot of things I didn't bring over, a lot of bowls, a lot of mixers, a lot of spices and ingredients. I got like seven types of flour just waiting to be touched. Oh wow. Just waiting to be just waiting to be used. No. <laughs> nah bro, you gotta touch it. Touch. <laughs> oh Amarion. Yo, you know what it is. Like, Yo <laughs> Let's get into that video. Let's do a throwback. <laughs> do a, we're introducing new new segments. So we're going to do a throwback video <laughs> analysis <laughs> this episode. Because I got a lot to say about that video. About yeah. all those videos. Please. Chris Family, coming for your ass too. So <laughs> Yeah, he, he's definitely not getting off scot-free. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm getting situated. Trying to get fully comfortable. It's been like a month now, so... Go, man. That's dope. What, what about you, Alex? Three months for this alien. Man, well, I have uh, a few new few new updates. Um y'all can't see it, but uh behind me, we we got a Peloton. We, oh. we made made the leap. Ooh. We got a Peloton, came a few weeks ago. And so uh, you know, been been trying to get my my cycling game unlock, uh, sweating a lot, which has been nice after being yeah. inside for a year mm-hmm. <laughs> and not having a lot of outlets for activity. Um, and so, yeah, it's been been good so far. That's been uh, that's been dope. And then got a got my first dose of the vaccine today. So, he vexed up. I'm about to. I'm about to belong to the streets again, baby. You got. You got it today. Got it today. First dose. By the time recording, it is March 24th, and my man is, is half vexed. Half, half vaxxed, partially, partially protected. Ooh, it's a beautiful PP. thing, man. It's a beautiful Yo, thing. Speak. My manager today. She got the call. I was like, hey, we got some um, extra vaccines. If you get here in 30 minutes, we can vaccine you up. Yo. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, yo. Dude, I was I was so uh it felt surreal. Mm. It was just like, yo, this has been a whole year, man. Like it's crazy. So to actually be able to like feel like there may be some, you know, light <laughs> at the end of the tunnel here yeah. felt, felt really good. Damn. How did how how you feeling? How'd you feel after the first hit? Good, man. Like my hey. arm, 
my arm was a little sore earlier, but mm-hmm. took a took a ibuprofen and just been trying to Ooh. keep it active, you know, throughout the day. So uh, yeah, nothing, nothing yet. I'm prepared for it's a hit a little bit different on the the second dose, the last dose, yeah. but uh, I'm good right now. Well, well, what what you um what you smoking on that Pfizer that Moderna or oh man <laughs> Moderna man Moderna man <laughs> yeah that's me yeah that's me you know, I I would be so pissed if there's strains named after this I would be so if there's like a Moderna Bro. you know I got that Moderna Kush I got that Moderna yeah. <laughs> hey you want that you want that J and J. I'm mean, like, yo, I'm done. You want that, no, you want that fact, JJ the jet plane? Yo, give me coronavirus. Like, give me that. Like, give me that. Uh, coronavirus yo, Kush? Oh, my Corona- God. Uh, that's going to be out there. That's going to be a new strain. Damn. We just gave somebody a business idea. Yeah, Jay-Z, about to, Jay-Z about to start this. <laughs> yo, give me the corona. <laughs> yo, I got, man. got that Rona, Beyonce. <laughs> still mad at Jay. <laughs> she still got that baseball bat. She was waiting. Yeah. It's just it's framed at this point. It's on your wall, ready to be used. <laughs> Try me. <laughs> I wonder if they like go home. Like, you think they sleep in the same bed? Yo, that's gonna be some serious. <laughs> I wonder though. Yo, you know, it's these are the questions we gotta ask. <laughs> no one they came, else to the, they came to the Grammys together, so we at least we at least got that. That's good. We got that. We got a little hope. Did you watch the Grammys? I did. I did. Really? We had a we had a little FaceTime watch party with uh former guests, Mary <laughs> from season one. Uh, she's on the Cocuchella episode, so Ooh, we, uh, good one. we did a little FaceTime watch party for the Grammys, which was a uh, which was fun. We like have the FaceTime on mute while we were watching, and then like after a performance or an award or something, we would like unmute and like give our reactions to each other. So yeah, it was cool. It was a uh, you know I we could talk you know probably have a whole thing on the Grammys yeah. and award shows and Ooh, what they that. mean. But uh, all in all, it was like a, you know, it is, it is what it is with the Grammys every, mm-hmm. every year. There was some, some good performances. Uh, obviously, you know, people would probably want to see awards go to other people than mm-hmm. who they went to. But, you know, it's one of those, uh, cultural moments that people seem to rally around and therefore mm-hmm. presents an opportunity for connecting and giving hot takes with yeah. friends. Yeah. So. I think that's really dope. Because yeah, your girl, um, Fiona, made off with a couple, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fiona, yeah. Uh, Phoebe went home empty-handed. Yeah. I was, uh, that's what I was about to say. I, I, I know a lot yeah. of people are kind of disappointed like she deserves some on some of her nominations. Right, right. And then the, uh, it was, I mean, like, <laughs> there was some uh, some weird moments. Uh, the, I don't know if you saw, but like Beyonce, uh, you know, she got her, like, she like broke the Grammy record or whatever 
uh, with like the Savage remix. She was featured on it. And then uh, it was like weird because they win the award. She goes up with Megan. Like, is this, you know, good moment? But then like Trevor Noah's like, stop the show, stop the show. Like Beyonce just broke the record for, and it's like, Yo, y'all didn't give Beyonce anything for uh, Lemonade, like nothing for self-titled. And yeah. now she like breaks the record, quote unquote, mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, a, a song that like, it's a good song, but like, yeah. you know, isn't necessarily the one you would expect her yeah. to be in the rafters for. Because arguably people say Lemonade's her, at this point, her magnum opus. So like, right, right. It's strange, like she gets a Grammy off a of feature, and right, and we still and I yeah, and like in the uh, you know in the kind of Black Lives Matter age mm-hmm. that we're in, like you know Grammys feeling like they gotta kind of uh, <laughs> you know clean Care. it up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> so that was a. Uh, that was interesting. And then I don't know if you saw the uh, the little baby performance Mm-mm. at all, but it was uh, weird, man. Like he he reenacted like a police shooting of a black man, mm-hmm. and just like thankfully, thankfully our uh, our cat <laughs> knocked out the Wi-Fi. Cheech knocked out the Wi-Fi literally right <laughs> as that performance was starting. And so oh, yeah. I was texting, I was texting with a homie and he was like, yo, like, don't watch this shit. It's triggering. And I, I was watch. like, I can't. I literally can't <laughs> watch it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So was that-, that was uh it was one of those like, I don't know, weird things that kind of made me just be like, we live in such a weird time right now. Where mm-hmm. like you have kind of these uh you know, like her won a Grammy for I Can't Breathe, uh, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, it, I think it won like Song of the Year, Record of the Year, something like that. It's mm-hmm. like a fine song, but also like, you know, it was very much kind of this like BLM anthem kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's, you know, this kind of, we're in this weird cultural moment where I feel like a lot of, you know, sort of white institutions feel like they mm-hmm. kind of got to uh, give them know, their flowers. Yeah, like kind of over, uh, yeah. you know, overdo it in a sense to mm-hmm. be like, you know, so we can cover all our bases. We don't get yeah. quote unquote <laughs> canceled or whatever. <laughs> we just have a checkbook. Like, all right. Right. You're going right. to a black RL. Um, right. We got a black okay. man perform. Okay. We got to. We got a social justice performance. We're good. Yeah. So it was interesting. It was interesting. Yeah. I, I, haven't, I didn't watch the Grammys this year. I haven't watched them in a bit. Um, and like, I know a lot of people are on the wave, like, oh, um, like, oh, F the Grammys. Um, people, a lot of people are rejecting the Grammys. Like, uh, we see The weekend not showing up, not, like, right, approving right. of it. We see, right. um, I think, Kendrick kind of, like, pushing away from the Grammys. We see... yeah. You know, Drake um, has done it. Tyler yeah. is kind of yeah. pushed back last year, had his like statements that he did. So yeah, it's I, it's uh it's interesting. I'm so, and Kanye, of course, um yeah, true, peeing, peeing true, on his true. Grammy. 
But then winning a Grammy this year. Then winning a Grammy for best best Christian. Yeah, best gospel album. It's crazy. So interesting. It's Um, crazy. So yeah, like that specifically, like, are these white institutions like literally just like, okay, um, (laughs) black people are in right now, so let's give them what they want. (laughs) It seems like that because Kanye literally last year peed on his Grammy and right, right. Now he's winning his Grammy still for yeah, an album that didn't deserve it. Well, I guess I didn't listen to the rest of those nominated yeah. albums, but <laughs> I mean, Jesus is a king. Yeah. I saw a, uh, I saw this Twitter thread. Uh, I can't remember who it's from, um, but this person was essentially saying like, you know, the, sort of the respect or the admiration that, you know, we've kind of thought of the Grammys as being able to give to black artists, like the, like no award or whatever is going to actually like give an artist like the accolades, the flowers that they deserve. And so like, they, you know, and especially like no, like, white institution is going to be able to like give those flowers in the way that like an artist really deserves. And like, obviously mm-hmm. there are, you know, the, the arguments of like, well, you know, the Grammys, like there's a, you know, a financial boost and kind of a status boost that comes from that. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's, that's obviously a, an aspect to consider, but I think like when we get into, you know, uh, like, artists that have won Grammys and especially artists that haven't like mm. the connection that people have to their art and the admiration and the appreciation that you hope that those artists receive, yeah. like isn't necessarily going to be found in the context of an award show. So mm. I thought it was an interesting take on it, um, especially surrounding a lot of the, like, like the weekend, some of those different artists mm. who were pushing back on it and, critiquing the Grammys, you know, probably rightly mm-hmm. so. Yeah. It was like, like you said, um, or to go speak on it, like you, you see Nas win his first Grammy and he's yeah. been culturally relevant for years, not only in the hip hop community, but he's like arguably like permeated throughout that, like through like the mainstream culture of some of his more popular right. songs. I mean, he's he one was, of the, yeah, that's one of like the figureheads of rap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like most people can name, well, not name them, but like they're they're familiar with the name. If they hear Nas, they from they might be familiar with it. But totally, King's King's Disease, not one of his greatest albums. Yeah, it was great. no, it's it was not. Than, <laughs> it's not Illmatic. <laughs> not Illmatic. It's not Stillmatic. It's not um right. Anything like that, but I mean, yeah, it's a strange time for the Grammys. Yeah, in general. Yeah. Well, since we went down that rabbit hole, should we uh, should we get into what we usually <laughs> start the show oh. with? <laughs> so, you know, yeah, it's yeah, first, yeah. It's his first episode of season two. You know, we're getting yeah. getting back into it, easing in. <laughs> Twenty three minutes in, and we're like, "Oh, let's let's start it. this." I love it. Um, um, but um, yeah. So you know, we usually do what what we've been listening to for the week. But I mean. What have you listened to for the past three months? Right, right. Let's let's oh, get into man. that. 
I love it. I love it. Well, I'll, uh, I can kick it off. Um, I mean the, let's see, let's see. So past six months, um, first off, I don't know if we were, I don't, we weren't recording when driver's license, Olivia Rodrigo Mm. dropped, Mm -hmm. which, uh, first time I heard that bridge and nearly like pulled my heart out my chest. So want to, want to drop a quick, you know, quick shout out to the, the young queen, Olivia Rodrigo. Um, and then dude, freaking, uh, that Brent Fias, uh, DJ Dottie, Tyler Joint, Gravity. That song's crazy. Crazy. Um, and from a, uh, I mean, like most of, I feel like most of the music that I've been like, you know, it, it's, I've definitely been like repeating a lot of music. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, trying to like little by little kind of get into some, some new artists and uh one of the uh i got a homie um nicholas terrell scott who's uh he's a music writer but then also um him and his boys got a podcast called don't alert the stands shout out to them go listen to it Mm -hmm. if you haven't but uh they're all uh they're all uk UK based. And so they've been putting me on to like some different artists. Ooh. So Ooh. I was, uh, I was listening to, uh, I think his name is Lancey, Lancey Food today. Uh, mm-hmm. Nick just wrote a, he just wrote a piece for paper magazine, uh, mm-hmm. where he profiled Lancey and I was listening to some of his stuff today, like definitely more kind of UK drill and okay. it's, it's fantastic. Uh, and, who else was I listening to recently that I really liked? Um, oh man, I'm blanking. I'm blanking. I may come, I'll come back to it, but, um, Toby T O capital T O B lowercase. I, um, he's got an album elements volume one that is super, super fire. Uh, came out, came out last year. Um, and I was listening to that joint the other week and it's, it's a real, real cool listen, uh, definitely worth checking out, but yeah, man, like, I feel like my music, uh, definitely been like in a spot where it's been like a lot of, a lot of Lauren Hill, a lot of, a lot of no name, a lot of Jamila Woods, you know, Mm kind of got my my favorites in, in that group of group of women. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's past few months, like definitely, you know, a lot of, a lot of podcasts, a lot of audio books, and then trying to, you know, sprinkle in, sprinkle in some tunes here and there when I'm, you know, while I'm working or getting ready for bed or ride around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, the Peloton, like I literally, the music is so, uh, music's crucial. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like if there's an instructor who's got like a good, you know, good class with some, some songs that, you know, are going to hit, yeah, like, it's, uh, it could change the whole ride. <laughs> are you feeling good? Who you been, uh, what, you, what have you been listening to? Um, 
to go off your UK um UK artists you've been listening to, I, I've been on my my Roadman Buzz ting too. Yes. Um, um Slow Tie, he dropped Tyrone. Okay, um, yeah. Dope album. Um I think that album was coming off a controversy he had at the Brit Awards where he was like he was like really drunk. Like he was like Kanye drunk. Like he was like <laughs> like wilding, like going crazy, and people thought he was gonna get canceled. So this is kind of kind of his um I want I wanna say my beautiful talk to fantasy, but this is kind of him trying to like prove himself. Like, okay, I yeah. can still be an artist and be respectful. Yeah. So okay. that one's really okay. dope. Um, this artist called Bakar, he's a singer. Yeah, really? I was just listening to him today too. Yeah, so good. He has uh, yeah. um, stop selling her drugs, um, hell and back, and um, uh, I think like one more time or something. He has some. This is like really good music. Like he has some dope yeah. stuff. He's got a joint with uh, Lancey Fu called uh, Poison that I was listening to today, which was tight. And then he's got a song called Play that Lancey's featured on. That was tight, too. Um, They work work together. Yeah. Okay, that's dope. Um, Then one more artist. Well, Tom Mish, he's dope. Um, I think you might have mentioned him before. But he he works with this guy called... um, I think his name is Loyal Carner. Lawyer. Okay. Loyal, L-O-Y-L-E-C-A-R-N-E-R. And he's a dope, just dope MC spitting bars all day. But um, bring it back to across the pond, back to America. Benny the Butcher dropped the plug guy, the plug I met Yo, too. I still need to listen to that joint. I listened to that, I think a couple of days ago, I was riding my bike. He had this line on one of the last songs where he's like, we don't just get the the... The jury, we don't say, he says something like, we don't just get the jury killed, we can get the judge hit too. Like, just like, it's like the delivery Ooh. and the, the, the picture he paints. Like, oh my God, like murdering the judge? That's federal. That's, 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 uh, like, 80% of the drops. Like, it's always such a, like, I'm on my coat. Like, I'm on the corner. <laughs> oh my God. Plus, I'm still watching The Wire, so anytime oh, I, anytime yeah, I yeah. listen to it, I'm... You're transported I'm to transported. a whole new world. Uh, oh, my um, goodness. <laughs> ready to mature. Of course, he's a he's a favorite on this podcast. Yes. And um, I think we're going to talk about another artist this episode, so I'm going to save him. Um, let's just say he's going like, to... I, I don't want to say this. I don't want to be too like front... But um, we talked about this in a podcast. How um, it's been a it's been a Black Lives Matter year. Like this is our time. This is where, as a community, as a Black community, we, we're we're reaching heights that that has hasn't been seen since since um. I'm sorry, I'm tearing up. Yo, sorry, man. It's cool. It's cool. It hasn't been seen to the civil rights days. Like I'm not gonna like discount the the years we've been doing since then, but like we're we're pushing we're pushing to a new to a new um um podium, like to a new yeah. to a peak. And yeah. there's one man who's leading leading the charge, really. Leading the charge. Like like, <laughs> like I mean he's 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 no he's no Sean King. Mm-hmm. But 
He's close. Complexion wise. A king in it. And there's <laughs> He's a king in his own respect. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, dude. We gotta we gotta talk. We gotta um, we gotta bring Justin Bieber to we gotta bring Justin the Alex and Koku table. <laughs> Because there is some justice that needs to be served to be here served. on this episode. He's, he's been he's been guilty before proven innocent. <laughs> That's uh, oh my um, god. So just Justin Bieber, um, yes. resident resident bad boy. Yes, uh, you might have known him from his hits from Baby back in 2012, all the way up to right now, which is Peaches. His um, newest single from his album. Don't forget, uh, don't forget, because I had overlooked this as well. He also had uh, one less lonely N word. Oh yeah, <laughs> those when, when, when some of those videos released like, back in like 2015. Yikes! When he he had some like what's a uh, um, <laughs> why are black people afraid of chainsaws? Yo. And uh, he was co- comedian, civil civil rights leader. He's um, J- Justin Bieber, Justin putting, Justin Luther King, as we, <laughs> as we like to call him on his side. Justin, Justin Luther X. King, Just- <laughs> <laughs> Justin Baldwin. Um, oh my God! Have you uh, have you listened to the album? I actually got to listen to it today because they put it on at work. At least I got to listen to half of it, chunks of it. Okay. I think I listened to like three-fourths of the album. Okay. Including, including the interlude. <laughs> Bro. The, um, the shock I experienced I, when I started the album. Wait, 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 wait. Before you say what happens, let's give a little um, like backstory. Okay. Because <laughs> um, Justice um, is like, well, Justin Bieber's eighth album. Coming off yeah. of um, his previous album, coming off of changes, changes, and yeah. Justin Bieber. Speaking of the Grammys, he was kind of pushing back into two because he felt like Changes was an R and B record, but it won. Did it win or was it nominated? Uh, it's not. I, I don't know if it won, but I know it's definitely nominated. Yeah, for like, for like pop, pop album. Yeah, and Justin didn't like it. Like he had Summer Walker on there. He had. Little Dicky on there, so I guess he thought it was an R&B album. Which, <laughs> like, if you got Little Dicky, you know it's R&B. So. <laughs> Which it's definitely like, it's not your. I feel like pop is too like it's not necessarily pop. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you do have like on changes. There were some of those moments, obviously, like. Yummy has some of that repetition and mainstream appeal that, mm-hmm. you know, could be considered pop, popular music. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely, like, he's got Pooh Bear, this, like, black mm-hmm. R&B singer, like, writing songs for him. So mm-hmm. he, there's definitely, like, a, a pocket he sees himself in and, like, whether or not that, like, fully comes through in the way that he wants it to at times mm-hmm. is, like, you know... It, there could be some discussion there, but yes. uh, it's very arguable. Yeah. Um, I feel like Justin could do it, but I don't know. I don't, maybe his voice is not strong enough to like carry an R and B like deep feeling album. But um, yeah. 
I mean, definitely journals mm-hmm. definitely had the was probably the the deepest he's went in that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until now. Well, at least he, he thought <laughs> until now. So we get Justice that released last Friday, I believe. Yep. Yep. And, and um, he released singles before that. I think he released Holy with Chance the Rapper. Released Holy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he released Peaches with um, Giveon and Daniel yeah. Caesar. And he had done, I think he did like Hold On and Anyone between mm. then two, which were like more and Lonely uh, okay. with Benny mm. Blanco and I forget who else is on that. But um, yeah, so he had a, I mean, str- kind of string of singles sort of leading yeah. up to the project. Yeah. And he has like, these singles that are trying to fit deeper to the R&B vibe. Like, he's really trying to push this R&B Justin. And so... I mean, Justin's, he pulled in two of the, uh, two of the two, two, R&B Avengers, bro. Yeah, two of, the, two of the leaders in R&B right, right now. Right, Some of the best-sounding voices we have. So Justice drops the full album. And when you press start on that first track, <laughs> Alex, go ahead. Because you're the one one that informed me about this. Bro, so you press play on the album. (laughs) And you're thinking the first, the the intro track is called Too Much. You're thinking like, oh, like, because Justin's acts like he's had some pretty solid, like, intro tracks previously. Uh, He usually gets, like, pretty interesting like vocally with them, like, you know, he 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 does some cool things with his intro tracks. But this one did not start with Justin's voice. It started with Martin Luther King Jr. An excerpt from one of his speeches. I believe it was the uh Injustice Anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere kind mm-hmm. of piece. But like it's literally the first, like that's the first thing that you hear on the album. Album's called Justice, <laughs> obviously. But then it just goes straight into like a love song about like not related to any sort of like, you know, he's not dropping like I have a dream bars or anything yeah. like that. Like it's <laughs> Uh-huh. Which is this wild, like, just dissonance <laughs> between so out of between place. The, the the intro and what he actually ends up like singing about on the rest of the project. Mm-hmm. It, it, and it doesn't only ha- it doesn't happen once. It doesn't happen once. You think it would know. happen in intro, and then it goes through. It's like okay, that was a weird, but it happens again during the interlude. Another excerpt of a Martin Luther King Jr. speech. And you'll think yeah. this would be it. The best thing was looking at this, the credits. If you look at the credits on Spotify <laughs> for Too Much and for MLK Interlude. And mm-hmm. it's like songwriters. Justin Bieber. Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Like, who signed off on this? Who? Who? And, like, I 
even if it was like his family's wishes, like we have to explore like why this was like an acceptable idea. It, it fits. It does not fit into the concept of the album at all. It no. does not. It does, it does not. It does not expand on any topics. Just as talking about on the album is the most baffling thing. It's the absolute the, most baffling uh, thing. I I tweeted something. Uh, it was in response to because somebody was saying like had tweeted something like yo like some of y'all are kind of like uh like social justice is like an aesthetic for some of y'all and it feels mm-hmm. really weird and i was like yeah like i think like i made you know a, a string of jokes about the uh about like justin using mlk's voice on the album and you know just how like black people just want another like we just want journals too and this man was like you get mlk uh (laughs) (laughs) but it's like the i think the thing about it like kind of the the truth behind the joke is like you have so many uh kind of in this current moment like so many artists so many celebrities so many brands who kind of like sprinkle like these social justice optics like Mm -hmm. just like some parsley just real Mm -hmm. quick let me just you know salt bay this real quick and yeah uh you know i did my i did my good deed i black lives mattered for the day and it's Mm -hmm. like none of like what is the purpose right like what do we actually (laughs) because like mlk you know like mlk was (laughs) wasn't like he wasn't out here trying to be some kind of celebrity or whatever like you're talking about somebody who like literally got killed by the -hmm. government for his like political beliefs and you know Mm -hmm. the things that he stood for and the kind of revolution that he was trying to help bring and it's like the you know obviously we see it every year on mlk day with like the quotes and all that, but like the kind Mm -hmm. of popularization of it and then softening of like what he actually stood for feels, uh, feels an ill taste. Very ill. He, Justin basically did the black square on Instagram. Yes. On on his album. (laughs) Dude, it's the black, it's the black, it's the black square album. It's a black square album. The black album. Yo, Jay-Z has a black album? No, this is the new black album. Yeah. This is a pro black album of, of the year. Um, oh my god! Other than this blatantly disrespectful, distasteful, and kind of naive—not even naive—just I know, like you can't be farther from the point by putting this these excerpts on the right. album. Right? How do how do you feel about the album? Um, I listened to. Uh, I kind of bounced around. Um, mm-hmm. So, I'd I was, like I had heard some of the singles beforehand, um, and then heard that joint, heard that Peaches joint, and that song is it's a bop, like <laughs> can't even it's catchy, can't, 
can't even play around with you. Like that song is real nice. Um, yeah, it's catchy. I don't know if you saw uh, the uh, the tiny desk that oh. Justin did, but um, so I'll rewind back a little bit. So he did like this like a month or so back. He did like this TikTok uh, live, like he performed through the whole journals album on TikTok. Wow. Um, and <laughs> it's funny because he has like his like all black band uh <laughs> just like playing their asses off for him. And then the tiny desk is like similar, like similar setup, same band. Mm-hmm. Um but they do kind of like a more like Giveon and Daniel Caesar aren't there, but they do like more of like a slowed down version of Peaches. So like okay. I thought it was gonna be originally like thought it was gonna be more like actually more R and B than mm-hmm. it is. Um and then when I heard the album version, it's like definitely more sped up. Um and it sounded like uh it sounded like John Bellion had been helping with the album too. So I can hear some like those different kind of sound influences on it. But um, yeah, all in all, like that song is, the song is tight. The video is weird, yeah. but. Um, I want to, I do want to talk about the video. Yeah. yeah like yeah. you said, the song is tight. <laughs> I feel like Give Me On and Daniel Caesar did not want to be there. <laughs> like there's like a scene where, da- where Justin's just dancing and they're literally just standing like, Yo, what is this? Yo, who is this man? It's <laughs> your man? boy. Daniel, like, why can't bring like, him here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> let, let Justin say the N-word, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, it was super weird. I <laughs> it was a weird video. Yeah. I, and I've noticed like there's definitely it feels like there's been a trend like over the past few years where you get kind of the more like video game CGI type videos, um, mm-hmm. which like, I mean, obviously in kind of the time of COVID, like it affords you like a little bit more of a change in scenery or kind of some more flexibility mm-hmm. creatively and like what you can actually show in the visuals. But uh it is like a, it's always just kind of like a weird, uh, I don't know if I like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it's that whole, like that, that texture of the videos, but, yeah. um, yeah, it's, it was interesting. It was in, like, I think the, uh, like obviously very intentional choice in using, uh, bringing Daniel Caesar Mm-hmm. And give on on the song, uh, knowing that like those are two kind of the sort of what we would look at is probably like the future of R and B, um, mm-hmm. in a sense. But uh, I did. I was like, oh shoot, like Daniel Caesar. Like mm-hmm. this is uh, I didn't expect to kind of see him back in this kind of uh, you know, not back necessarily. Like he's still been making music, but like mm-hmm. in the mainstream sense, like hadn't seen Daniel in a minute. Yeah. He, he's he been, well, his last project was Case Study 01, I believe. Yeah, I yep. Yeah, he's, I mean, he, which is weird because he had some pretty big, he had um, 
Brandy on it. Yeah. And for yeah. and Pharrell. Yeah, J- and John Mayer. John Mayer too. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty big features, but that kind of just like flew under the radar from I assume most people because you didn't really unless right. like you had your immediate circle of like music friends, like you didn't really hear a lot of talk about it. Right. Well, it's such a weird uh I mean because I feel like there was that, you know, the that thing where it was like, obviously Daniel was like, yo, black people, like, cancel me. Uh, and so a lot of... I know. <laughs> I, I gave you one of the best songs of the decade, but hey, get rid of me. I'm, yeah, I'm, but I'm like, come on, man. Because, like, <laughs> you had... Uh, you know, uh, rightly so. <laughs> a lot of people that were like, "All right, <laughs> yeah, sure." And that's the most like because usually, like when someone gets canceled, like people are like, "Oh no, I still, I still mess with like." Because even Tory Lanez, people, yo, for, yo, season two, we still say fuck, fuck, Tory Lanez, fuck, Lanes. Lanes. fuck that fuck, man, fuck, man, man, man. But people still like defend him. As a unit, people were like, all right, Daniel Caesar is done. Dude. <laughs> like, people were like, no, forget it. Just, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> I've never said, like, honestly, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Where it was somebody else who was like, I'm good. Y'all can, like, y'all can stop listening to my music, stop buying my shit. Like, <laughs> and people were like, okay, we don't need one more thing to, like, listen to you buy. <laughs> it's like, dude, you have a good voice, but also, like, it's not worth it for really. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember me and you, um, pre COVID, we went out to to get lunch and we kept on saying, like, like we mentioned Daniel Caesar, like, this man, this is a Daniel Caesar, call him out. <laughs> so the wild. thing, like, Everybody has their uh, everybody has their problematic fave. Mm-hmm. The thing about Daniel Caesar that I come back to is that his and I think like there are a few different kind of R and B pop type singers who have this, but like his voice is so accessible, mm-hmm. like because just the tone of it. Like, it's not like a Bruno Mars where you're like, you know, you feel like you got a strain to kind of hit a note or something. Like, mm-hmm. Daniel's voice is like one that I feel like most people can like sing along Ooh. with and feel like they're kind of in a good pocket. You're in. You're uh, in. And this, like, you get, you kind of like, you get that with the, with the Givion on at some point. Like, he's a little bit deeper, but mm-hmm. it's enough that you can kind of like, you can stay with it. You can ride. <laughs> if, you, if you got a girl in a message seat and you're like singing along, she'd be like, oh, you can sing? You're like, yeah, I can do it. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Khalid's got that. Khalid's got that too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like a real, like, just real accessible Ooh, me, voice. You, you say, send me your location. <laughs> Just that little bit. Sheesh. You might it turn hits. a little head. It's like, oh, oh, Kobe can sing. Oh, you, you, you sing? Oh, I, I do a little, I like a little bit. You know, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> so much room once again. Like, 
<laughs> yeah. But I think that's the thing with Daniel that I'm always like, your 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 music is so easy to sing along to. Like if you're riding around or whatever. Oh, that no. like sometimes I'm just like, yo, let me just let me just put on uh you know Freudian or case yeah. study one real quick and just like just ride a little bit mm-hmm. but it's also like i honestly <laughs> like i don't have a vested interest in like yeah. your success as an artist really mm-hmm. like all right like keep doing you but uh yeah it's such a it was a, an interesting choice because i don't yeah. think a lot of like <laughs> the you know I don't know if he would have been a lot of people's first choice, but it does seem like a lot of artists still have a uh, a musical respect for Daniel Caesar and a desire to have yeah. him uh, be on songs with him or have them have him on their songs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I do. I mean, I do like Daniel Caesar a lot. I think he has a great voice. I think he. He has pretty good songwriting skills. I remember the first time I heard Get You, I was at a friend's dorm um, with my homie. And um, they were like, oh, have you ever listened to Daniel Caesar? I was like, no, I never heard of them. He's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I don't think. It's like, you had to have heard of him. I was like, no, play a song. And she played Get You. I almost cried. I was like, this is beautiful. This is an yeah. amazing song. Yeah. And like I, I yeah. always had like respect ever since hearing that, and like he had the best part of her and other singles that started coming yeah. out. Yeah, I remember that uh, Japanese denim joint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, street lights. Yep, street lights. Um, it's crazy. So we hear him like taking these strides, getting this buzz, just to see like how how I'm not gonna say replaceable, but like. You know, like like you were saying, like it doesn't feel like if he's not there, it doesn't feel like it's missing anything. Right. What well, I mean, it's part, and some of it's probably streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and being able to like discover new artists, uh, mm-hmm. kind of in, get, in a easier way. Because we're getting but, like the Brent Fiazes, the, right. the Beyonds, like these other artists that like are also very amazing too. Right, and that you know are can write their asses off like mm-hmm. or you know have have good songs that you feel like you can vibe to sing along to whatever it may be um and you know are still bringing uh you know are still bringing some like kind of you know cool artistry uh to the game and so yeah it like it just there was a time where daniel caesar felt more essential than yeah. He is now. And I'm curious to see like if Peaches like impacts anything in terms of his Mm -hmm. career. Like if there will be kind of a increased desire for him to be on tracks or if he kind of uses this as sort of a a launching point for some new music or a new album or whatever. Cause I mean, Mm -hmm. the song is like, it has the potential, um, you know, and this is actually something we could probably get into a little bit. Like, yeah. it has this, I mean, it has the potential to like get a lot of listen streams, but also like um, my homie Nick was saying like, 
he had done this Twitter thread the other day where he's talking about just like how uh, like songs don't feel as huge as they once did. Like a number one hit doesn't feel necessarily like, you know, as big as a number one hit used to feel. Mm-hmm. Like when Cardi, he, he brought up the example of Cardi B of like, of, and not in kind of a comparison way, but just to say like, you know, Bodak Yellow, like when that hit number one, like there was a certain energy around it that it feels like you don't have that same kind of energy around up uh, right now. And like, there's probably a number of different factors in that, but I'd love to get like your take on yeah. that too. In terms of, like, uh, that might be true because... I don't think I heard blinding lights. I, I didn't know. I didn't know that was like a such a. I guess to some people, it's such like a big song, like a takeover song of the year. Um, might be because I'm just out of the loop um, with a lot of like pop R and B. But that's something I would have liked because I really like that song. I really love the the um, like that classic '80s um, retro sound. It's what like yeah. one of my favorites. Like the the um, tears of fear. The the um the rock me amadeus uh, rock me amadeus type type stuff like that sound yeah. the, the yeah. abba type sound like that stuff is like yeah. really cool to me so I, I i don't think it resonates as far um these number one hits because you said there's a what's the song you said uh cardi b up no oh cardi b up is yeah. that number one right now i think so or at least has been okay yeah, like, uh, and, um, it could be just because I'm I'm I'm, I'm removed from a lot of the the Billboard and charting lists because it took me a while to hear driver's license as well. Um, yeah, so but, it's uh, top five right now. Wow, is up. Uh, so up is number one. Leave the door open is number two. Ooh, Ooh driver's license. Yeah, that song. That song is so good. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe because, <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like. Some of these songs are like in my sphere already, so I feel like that's like soap songs. Like, oh yeah, that's like everyone should know this song. Yeah, totally, totally. Maybe not like for driver license for that for someone who listens to um, High School Musical and like likes that sphere of music. They feel like driver license. Oh yeah, everyone knows a song, but it took me a while to receive it. Yeah, Um, but I feel like too. I mentioned streaming, but I feel like TikTok has mm-hmm. a huge oh, impact yeah. on like what songs chart right now as well mm-hmm. as like just the energy around different songs because like up is big on tiktok like i remember you mentioned mm-hmm. blinding lights like i remember that being a big one driver's license had a really big tiktok moment um and so it does feel like there's like just it may just be that the energy is uh, the energy is like it's just channeled differently. Like, yeah, I think that's it. It may, you know, it may not necessarily be that, like, uh, you know, that songs because obviously right now, like, <laughs> you shouldn't be in a club, but like, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, it's not like a number one is based off of like what song is like really hitting in the club yeah. or something like that. Um, but it could be that like you get a bunch of kids who are you know, a bunch of kids, a bunch of people like who are making, creating content with those songs and like, 
you know, it's kind of this like, which comes first kind of thing of like, you know, was the song a hit? And then like, because it was a hit, it then hit on TikTok or Mm -hmm. was on TikTok and then become a hit kind of thing. And there are probably different variations of each, but either way, it feels like that's a big part of the music experience right now too, that like, wasn't Mm -hmm. necessarily, didn't feel like it kind of was the same way a year or two ago. I'm not sure because when when I'm thinking about it now, like Vine kind of did it too. Like remember, like that first "Let Me Hop Off the Motherfucking Porch," true, true. and I was like big on Vine. I think um, "Hit the Quan" was big on Vine. Yeah, no, was like, and of course, like these artists aren't ha- hasn't these artists haven't had longevity, but they still got their fair share of shine. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of. Any artists on, like, any artists got, like, a big break off line that's still going on today? Or or if they um, use Vine to further boost their already big fan base. Because I think this is what TikTok is hoping people who have, like, a pretty sturdy fan base, like Megan Megan Thee Stallion, for instance, like, reach new heights. Because of totally. that, like we talked about before, even Beyonce hits TikTok on a dance. Like direct yeah. mentioning of that from yeah. Beyonce was one of the biggest artists of all time. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, Savage, I, uh, Savage in itself was a huge mm-hmm. hit on TikTok, but then mm-hmm. you know, is uh, like Savage remix was able to kind of reach what it did as a you know, partially with TikTok as a result of that. But yeah. Um, you know, even thinking about Say So. Like, I've seen Doja Cat mm. perform that damn song on, like, so many award shows at this point. And, like, she'll always incorporate the, uh, she'll always incorporate the TikTok dance as part of it. <laughs> Hello, racist. <laughs> Hello, racist. It's the funniest thing. I can't. I can't think of those. You can't help. She is. Uh, <laughs> she bounced back. She bounced back. She bounced back. She, I don't know if she was ever. Back. Oh my gosh! It's great. It's great. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Doja Cat. Hey, she cleared her name, and she she had a good PR team. <laughs> Listen, yeah, she's a. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's poised. She's poised for yeah. some great success. Yeah, which is so wild coming off of what made her famous or not famous. What? Because I knew I know she had a, a pretty pretty sizable fan base before Moo came out. But when Moo came out, like everyone, like that that like catapult, and now that's pre TikTok. So that's like so, this. It's so strange. And even if we want to go before that, we can talk MySpace. Like Soldier War era and stuff like that. Totally, like, totally. So I don't, I don't know what the kind of disconnect from the. I guess maybe it's because we're just inside. We're not able to like talk about it. Yeah, in person. Yeah, yeah. it does feel like the. Uh, I mean, obviously, like just the mechanisms shift, mm-hmm. right? Like MySpace was. Uh, you know, like it was kind of more iTunes. Like you actually had to like buy, uh, you know, a song or 
you know, find it on uh, like on LimeWire torrented or whatever. Uh, but then, you know, like Vine, the nature of those songs, like shorter clips, um, you know, you still had like, but, you know, from a, in terms of how you enjoy that music, like Spotify wasn't what it is now at that point. Like a lot of these streaming sites like weren't what they are now, but now you're in a place where like same way you can have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, all these different things. Like you have Spotify, you have Apple Music, you have Tidal. There are all these different, you know, you have SoundCloud. Like there are all these different kind of places where you can go to be able to uh, to enjoy music with like as kind of like minimal touch as possible. Um, but like it's all it's all interconnected. Like you can yeah. press one button for TikTok to go to that artist page on right. Spotify instantly. Right. Yeah. Like the cultural moments feel. Uh, cultural moments are quick, but can also be like meteoric at the same time, uh, which is yeah, it's interesting to observe and you know it'll be also just you know it'll be cool to see like how that uh you know how that changes moving forward like with verses and all these different kind of other musical experiences that are uh joining the fray as well and especially as the world opens up a little bit too with concerts coming back and all that so Mm, that'd be interesting to see like which what artists is what artists can still support that fan base in um in concert because um on the internet a lot of these big streaming songs are coming from indie artists or like like first their first time making tracks things like that so right I'm gonna I'm gonna see how that translates and um yeah like, like actual performance is, is uh 24k golden about to have like yeah sold out like, stadium show out, yeah <laughs> sell out uh, madison square garden and I, I mean i hope he does because he seems like a cool person and um yeah um also, also another savior of the black race i've mentioned before um jack carlo um oh yes oh, yes he, he's he's been getting a, a lot true, of buzz a, tr- a true ally um i i asked the question um a couple of days ago, might have been yesterday, about if he could create uh, a rap trio. Yo, um, I was thinking about I've been thinking about it since you asked. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tough. A lot of people gave some great answers, really cool answers. Um, a friend Muhammad gave um, three stacks, most def, and for producer, he chose Thundercat. And I feel like that's like a dope, that'll be like a fun project Ooh, to listen to. That's but, cool. um, um, Miriam, someone who was on our live stream that we did on, um, what's the app called again? Oh, cl- <laughs> what's the app called again? Clubhouse, Clubhouse. has become so obsolete. <laughs> I haven't used that in so long. I think Bro. like after that day, I haven't used it. But um, yeah, no. Miriam, she she said uh, Eminem, Jack Harlow, and producer Kenny Beats. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! No. I thought that was so funny. Just to have that power rap group. <laughs> that's so good. That's a great um, answer. Yeah, that's a 
that's that's the top one. <laughs> that's my, one of my favorites. I was uh, I was listening to uh, when I was on my when I was on my ride earlier. Uh, they played uh, played uh, Britney Spears song. I forget which one, Ooh. but uh, it had some like Neptune's production on it. Ooh. And I was just like, was it girls, little yeah. boys. Uh, might have been. It might have been boys, um, boys, boys. Thank but you. But I was like, damn, there's like, their sound is so, uh, just so recognizable. Like, yeah, like it's really it, out of this so world. Like in the like, if I'm having uh, you know, this super this super group, then I definitely want. Neptune's production. I haven't quite mm-hmm. decided who the, uh, you know, from an artist standpoint, mm-hmm. who you have. Um, I mean, obviously there are some some artists who would do, have done great, would do great on yeah. Neptune's production. Uh, Tyler being one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think Pusha. Pusha. This is nice. They've already, you know, you already had the the looking for trouble mm-hmm. uh, little standpoint. But also, I think that um, I do think that Tyler has a like has a very recognizable oh. sound in his production too, which could be interesting. And he hasn't had the chance to really like flex it outside of his own music much. But yeah, yeah. I, I, would, I would love to. I would love to see a Tyler produced album for someone. For someone, I feel like they could have real fun with that. And of course, like, Tyler produced ASAP project. Ooh, that could be ooh. something. And of course, even a, a uh, even if it was a uh, Tyler ASAP collab album. Oh, we need that. Oh my we god! That, I, I feel like I'm, pota- I'm surprised it hasn't come yet. Yeah, honestly, I, they're just teasing us at this point. Like they know they're trolling us. <laughs> um, I think potato salad. I know that's like the um, the Monica or the the. Um, I think Missy Elliott and Kanye produced that beat for Monica. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he redid that beat. Tyler redid that beat, kind of, kind of like edited up a little bit for yeah. potato salad. So I know they had they they have work. Of course, just give it to us. That's give all it we to want. us, man. We need. You it. know how many tracks Tyler, Frank, and ASAP have together? <sighs> Dude, I uh, I need some. I need some Frank in my life very soon. Don't even start it. Don't even start it. <laughs> I know it's not coming. <laughs> Don't even start. Like, it. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna raise my own hopes about it. But yeah, it will always be a. Uh, it'll always be something that. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we got. Love Frank. Yo, season two. Oh my gosh. Episode one, man. Oh my God. I feel like this, this season is one, it one is going to be the best, like best stuff we've put out yet. You better, you better, you better um, check your edge rooms or it's about to go crazy. <laughs> so, 
if you're if this is your first time hearing this, mm-hmm. we about to about to give you something. <laughs> this is your first time hearing this. You're about to experience something so cold. Something so cold. This so um yeah, if you're hearing this for the first time, definitely continue to tap in with us. Uh you know, wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of the things. Um, And, you know, tap in with Koku and I individually too. Um, You know, I'm at LewisAlex10. That's the number 10 on uh, Instagram, Twitter. I hope hope y'all kept your 10s up. Keep, the, keep your tens up, yo. I hope y'all kept it up for that last three months. Because if I found out one one digit went down, I'm, coming, <laughs> I'm on your head. I'm on your head. Yeah, we'll be at your door by morning. Yeah. Um, but oh, um, yeah, you know, tap in. I'm 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 there, Louis Alex Ten. I think we forgot something um, too. Something important in hip hop community. Bobby Schmurder's out. <laughs> Yo, true. Bobby's out. Bobby's here. Bobby's true. We got to get Bobby on the podcast. Yo, so if you have contact with Bobby Schmurd, Mr. Schmurder. With, yo. We need Let Bobby. Yeah. We need Bobby on the pod. Yeah, that's a lot of energy. I'm going to be still yeah, yo. dancing because like, he's big now. Yeah, he's, he's huge. He's, yeah, he got, he got yoked. I wonder if he's still going to be dancing like he used to. Like, is he still going to be, like, flexible? Is he going to have the same dexterity? Dude, I hope so, man. Yeah. I, I really I really hope he's okay. Uh, <laughs> where's Rowdy yeah, at? Dude. Where's the rowdiest rebel? I, wanna, I haven't Yo, seen him. True, dude. I was just... Uh, I actually... I didn't realize... Um, you know, because I knew... I knew Bobby had gone to jail, but, like... Um, and, you know, it obviously been in there for a while, but I was listening to Louder Than a Riot, which I think we mm-hmm. both yeah. have listened to, but they did kind of that podcast, uh, did that series of episodes on the Bobby Shmurda yeah. uh, conspiracy case and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there were a lot of pieces in there that I just like, I didn't realize the way that they told the story was really great yeah. too, but um it was and it was kind of weird for me, like when I saw my, like after hearing the mother talk and like a lot of different sides of the story, like Bobby Schmidt came out, you see a lot of polls like, oh yeah, Bobby's out, Bobby's out, and like at the same time, that's like a really traumatic experience for some people. So it's like totally, it's a weird because I never, I never want to, I don't want to see another black man incarcerated in this devilish system, right? <laughs> but at the same time, I, I have almost empathy and sympathy for the, the people that um, Bobby worked with that like led to the events leading Bobby to jail that led to the events of um, the murder of this, this young young man. So it's like a weird, weird feeling. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's definitely it's such a multifaceted thing that I think then like what it gets presented as and mm-hmm. yeah, I had a similar like similar thought of just like yeah like i mean you know free them all absolutely Mm -hmm. but like the um yeah you definitely you know you feel something for Mm -hmm. um 
you know, for this, <laughs> for this mother who's like, mm-hmm. you know, has lost somebody and like feels a, you know, still, um, like there's a, like there's a debt that needs to be paid. And I don't think that like, you know, the, the criminal justice legal system is necessarily the place where that needs to happen. Um, But, you know, obviously the, like that hurt is real, that pain is real. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's something to, uh, you know, something to consider within the midst of, the midst of all this too, you know. Yeah, celebration of things. At once. True. True. But Bobby's out. Um, hope to see some. Hope to see some changes. Hope to see some new music from him. Um, hope, hope, hope Facts. for the best. Facts. But um, you got you got your tense up. I hope your tense is up. Still up through that little the little cut. Hope your tense is still up. Um, but me, you can find me at Kenny Samoa. Kenny Samoa. Ooh, that was a little slip up. Um, S K E N I. Then Samoa like the cookie on Instagram. Yo, <laughs> it's Girl Scout season. Is it? I don't know. We, we haven't gotten any, we haven't gotten any cookies yet. Okay. What's your yeah, I don't I actually don't know if it still is, but if it is, and somebody's listening and has a connect, I need some of them s'mores cookies. Stat. Okay. Okay. I, I think I really messed. I think I'm. I think I've added the tree foils. Oof. It's, it's simple, simple and clean. Yeah. Very Not nice. too much. But Samoa, like your boy, you can find on the gram, on SoundCloud, on Bad Cat, wherever, um, not wherever you can find music, because I'm <laughs> outside of my, because <laughs> I'm going to get my ass copyright stricken. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Kenny Samoa, Coco Asamoah. Um, I like the Coco Podcast season two. It's wild. This is I we're on season two. It's still it's still baffling to me. It's crazy. But, it's crazy. But we did we're it. St- we're, we went, st- we're still doing it. <laughs> we're still doing it. We went through a whole season. We went through a whole year. And then we're back for another for another round of jokes. Buffoonery. Um I think I think we got we got some guests lined up that you guys are gonna like. Um that's also gonna have a very insightful takes buffoonery and uh, a ton of other things yo short corny kings are back baby oh my season two episode one you know what it is we'll see you soon see you soon peace peace